You're listening to Shared Sagas, an Australian RPG actual play podcast. This podcast features adult language and adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. Well, well, I've still got the gun pointed point blank at him. Yeah. It seems like, who sent you? Jabba. Who? Jabba the Hutt. Why? We stumbled upon this place in one of our patrols. He decided to clean up this area. We've been investigating rumours of uh, a bunch of places that are being hidden by some uh, silos and abandoned um, places from his rival, uh, Timo and Jalok. Okay. We stumbled upon this by accident. And upon questioning the Jawa here, we found out that there was a shipment of slave, well, <laughs> refugees coming. Yeah, which we, slaves. Uh, yeah. Which then we could make slaves. All right. I'll look to, like, look at you two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll roll a perception. Not that I'm very good at perception. It was a perception? No, discipline, wasn't it, to tell yeah. someone's... Can I roll skullduggery on this just to see if it sort of checks out in a... Is this something Jabba would do? Is this a likely thing for them to have done in-universe? You sure can. Yeah. He says, uh, is, you should know. We have not had a chance to report back. We were going to come back with we were gonna come back with the cargo to avoid one of our other rivals taking him from us. <gasps> I, I just had that. No one knows we're here. I walk up to him. Mm-hmm. I put my hand on his shoulder. Yes. And I say, Timo knows you're here. Timo sent us to kill your friend there. And I point to the, uh, the rival, the Twi'lek. Oh, okay. Interesting. Like, give me a, like a bluff check. Yeah, sure. Deception. Deception, yes. Nice. So I just got to triumph and seeing whether this his story pans out. Oh, completely. This is this is on no. this is on brand. Like they would obviously have stumbled upon it from now. Oh. You, you also know that if you so just to be a bit ruthless, you also know that if you take him out, that's it. He, Jabba won't know where this is and, yeah. will, and will not know that this happened in the first place. Hey, good news, everyone. What? I get to add two force to deception checks. Wow. <laughs> uh, what is the difficulties on? Uh, oh, that doesn't seem. Two, two, yeah. <laughs> he is undisciplined. I'm going to use my once per session to add in two blue die. Wow, check okay. as well. That's a lot. Yeah, I'm trying to kill two birds with one stone here. Fair enough, fair enough. I killed two snipers with one gun. Good. Got a triumph. Those are bad though. Um, now, adding four die, does that mean I can take like one of the four die things as a success on this so typically speaking you don't add force die to a general die pool they're normally a very separate thing that you roll normally you I... roll the force die to enact a power and then if you do enact a power then you uh let me double check what it actually says are you sure it isn't like if you're successful then you add overwhelm some... emotions add one force die mm-hmm. to calm co- charm coerce and seat checks uh okay. may add yes uh, white, uh, light side and dark side add successes to some checks oh, and okay. failures to other. Oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Well, I mean, do you wish so? Do you, do you have any light side points? I have there? one light side and one dark side point. Well, you can just add a success there if you if you like, but don't you don't haven't you already succeeded? Uh, well, technically, I think no, it depends how you count this because yeah, I've got well, don't forget, triumph is also a success, yeah. yes, and I've got. Which means that, including the triumph, I have four successes, four failures. Oh, okay. And three advantages. Well, in that case, then, if you... you four if advantages, you, sorry. So if you use the four star, then, then that'll tip you over to see you actually succeed. Yes. Okay, great. So now you... First of all, you definitely persuade him. And he says, uh, oh, okay. Then, then why haven't you killed me yet? Information. And I'll say to you uh, guys, he's telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Like, in that, this yep. is why he's here. It's not some imperial plot. It's... I'll say... Pure opportunism. Yeah. The safest thing to do, and I'll say this in front of him, though I'm not necessarily advocating it. Yeah. The safest and most expedient thing to do would be to kill him here and now. Then yeah. no one will ever know where they were, and they he's can just, never return. He's wait, 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 wait. Just letting him here, that's a thought process. <laughs> but... I can't go back to him and explain this. I, I have to say that I've found nothing. Believe me, it'll, it'll, it'll suit my interest to say that we didn't find anything in this particular region. What about the rest of your friends and they and them being missing? Killed by sand people! Me? Sounds like the number one cause what? of death. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, we work for Timo, but only for the money. He, I think, I assume... He is a particularly unpleasant person, and I wouldn't shed a tear 
to see Jabba take over Timo's territory. He says, uh... Huh. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I hate Timo. There's a reason I work for Jabba rather than Timo. Yes, I hear Jabba is much more reliable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he says, well, I like comparatively. He, he says, it's all like, it's all relative, but yes, you're correct. You don't want to know what Timo has underneath, like his hatch in front of his throne bed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll say to him, um... I can tell you where we've, where we've hidden our speeder. You could sell that for something. We don't have any cargo on it because we we're expecting to pick some cargo up, but... But you're not going back to Java? Well, yes, but if it saves my life, I'll give you the speeder and I'll make my own way home. Um, no, honestly, I kind of want you to be able to get back home and tell Jabba that... Timo's uh, coming. Yeah, tell him whatever you want. Tell him Timo's coming. Tell him... And hell's coming. Tell him... Tell him that (laughs) Timo paid off some of your friends here and turned on you Mm. and you managed to kill them all. You can take credit for all of this. Well, that'll start some... That'll start some bantha poodoo. Oh, yeah. Because... Currently, Jabba and Timo have got a uh, sort of a shaky alliance. Yes, but... Maybe, shaky is the operative word. Maybe Timo thought that he could get your friends to turn on you and get away with it all. He shrugs and says, well, you would know. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, well, look, I'm trying to keep you alive, friends. Me too. <laughs> and I will... Here you go. Let's see how well you can interpret non-body body language. I'll turn to you and sort of, well, turn my head as much as I can. No. <laughs> like an owl. Just like the head rotates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, we should, no, I won't do that. But just like the thing, I'll be like, we should put him in the ground now. And I'll tilt my head just fractionally and hopefully you can pick up that this is a pantomime. Yeah, I say, oh, I mean, that would be much easier. No, no tricky questions. We can trust, you know, we don't have to worry about whether or not this guy can... Uh, Tell the story we want to Jabba. If we kill him, that would make life a lot easier for us, wouldn't it? Oh, I can tell a story. No sleepless nights. (laughs) He says, I can tell a story, trust me. Do you know the only thing my friend here feels when he kills a person? Recoil. (laughs) He says, oh, that's ice cold. Can I steal that? I'm stealing that one. Where did you steal it from? (laughs) (laughs) An old thing. Or Punisher. Um, it's, a, it's a very old thing. And I was, I'm pretty sure it was a Garth Ennis one, too. Maybe. Well, anyway. I'll look to you guys. Like, okay, I think we've decided we're all playing here. Just like, yep. You can just give us nods or whatever. And El, did you want to talk again to Okus now that he's a little bit more, uh, I don't know, receptive? We saved his life. Oh, more immune than he was before. I mean, how safe is it to do... We shouldn't do that in front of him. Yeah. Uh, right. I, I, what I mean is, is, that, is, is, is this even still a possibility to all right. settle mm. people sure, all right. here? Well, in theory, yes, because these guys just found, came across by, this by chance mm. and thought, hey, this is a great place to set up, and then... As most impressions go, it's not great, I'll grant you. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but it seems like it's mostly happenstance right. more than anything. In, you know, in, in response to uh, yours and Nanya's attempts to set two hearts against each other, all, I can, all Garth is going to do is just kind of helplessly shrug at the narrative that's been spun before his eyes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> all right, send him on his way. Okay, so the Rodian says, thank you. You won't regret it. Oh, actually, let's do something. You see what I am? I'm Mandalorian. You know what that means? Yes, I've encountered them before. So if I hear any word that you've betrayed us, I will find you. (laughs) He nods and says, I don't want any trouble with the Mandalorian. Well, ask ask what his name is. My name's Trodra. You have spoken your name and I will remember it. He nods and says, can I go now? Yeah, send him off, and I'll shoot at his I feet. Don't know. I'll shoot at his feet as he's leaving. You know, shoot just at his feet as he's walking off. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. Okay, he, he, do that. He, he does a little jump thing and runs away. All right, Vokas. <sighs> All right, what's the Jawa's name again? Uh, so the Jawa's name is Vokas Vokas. Okay. Uh, this is. I'm so sorry. That's okay. It sounds like you didn't have much chance and uh, much choice in the matter here. I certainly did not. So, apart from this un- unfortunate situation unfolding, has this been a safe location in the past? Oh yes, most certainly. They occasionally would do scans of the canyons, but it's a large canyon network. The odds of them coming by again in the next months or years are very small. I see. If we were to relocate these people here, what would be your plans for them? Well, we would keep them safely here, and then we would make contact with smugglers and such that I have, and legitimate transporters that I have in Moss Eisley. Eventually, they would be able to uh, secure their own exit 
to wherever they wish to go. Okay. I'm just going to do another read on him now that he's without the threat of having these people here. What is this again? Is it... Um... Discipline in order to establish uh, whether he's telling the truth about pretty much everything he said. Hmm. Okay. Then if you get one red, one purple. Three successes. Nice. Yeah. No, he's he's very oh, much well. telling the truth. Yeah. yeah. Um, listen, I'm comfortable so long as, you know, they have opportunities to do whatever they want individually and, you know, aren't kind of stuck together as a group. Then that's the most mm-hmm. important thing for me. So I'm just going to nod and just go, wait here a moment, kind of go back to the group and just mm-hmm. say, I think we're okay. I think we can drop them here. They'll have op- opportunities to make of their lives what they want to. Um, we have places to be. Mm-hmm. Let's get this done. Mm. Okay. Is Katala with us? Yes. Okay, cool. Where was she in that fight, by the way? fucking sitting there. Well, she's not a... We shot first. She's not really a combatant. She just sort of hung back and took cover and... Yeah, no nexo. Just chilled out. I'll just say to Ocus, I'll be like, for your trouble, I grant you my salvage rights. Oh, thank but you. But all the people we can't play, you make a buck out of that. You this know. Is, thank you so much. Thank I was, you. I was surprised at the generosity. This will help me to recoup some of my losses. All right, well, let's hand them over. And be on our way. All right. Okay. All right. So, with that then, the survivors are all all depart the ship. Yes. Sorry to ask. It's something I should have checked. But do any of these guys have a bounty on them? No. No, no they don't. It's too no. late. You already gave them salvage rights. I do, but like, no, yes, salvage rights, no, but, but not like, um, not like bounties. That's different. Yeah. I could just like. You can just strip them naked, basically. Yeah. Or or take t- the body. Track it. Yeah. Yeah. He can. Have, yeah. So, but no. Okay. Fine. No, that's worth asking. Mean, no, it is. I haven't had much chance to pursue my actual career in this. It is, <laughs> it is worth asking, but no, no, yeah, sorry. Yeah. At, at the present time, they'd not have. They're yeah. mostly just career criminals from Tatooine yeah, from serving yeah, this yeah. part of the island. Um, so you escort your refugees. They all bid you a very fond farewell and then thank you profusely a million times. Uh, Katara, of course, will uh, says goodbye to them. There she agrees to go with yourself. And uh, with that, then, you, you know, make sure they're all nicely secured in the. Uh, now Jabba corpse-strewn cabins, and then you make your way up into your ship, and that's it. You and Kutala are going to head off into the wild black yonder to make your way towards Raxus Prime. So, first of all, let's see if you can hustle a little bit and maybe do a pretty... It's up to you. Yeah. You can attempt to do uh, an astrogation check to try to... Shave some time. Shave some time. I think it's a great idea. Uh, what's the difficulty for this one, Tom? That will be three. All right. And astrogation is that. Two yellow and a green, which is going to be four successes but two threat. Wow. Okay, great. Good stuff. Okay. So we'll just say that maybe you overclock the ship a little bit and maybe mm-hmm. just, you know, you'll you'll give the ship a little bit of strain. But um, Sounds good. So as you hyperspace encapsulates you once more and you you are however going to have a good three days in hyperspace so i assume you're just going to be hanging out preparing yourself all that kind of thing making sure that um i would like to know what uh the current status of the force users are specifically uh nanya's burgeoning new journey and how uh nula might be helping with that are we going to have a series of described training montages no 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 here's the thing I know what's going to happen. It's going to be a, nom- a montage, but it's going to be a montage of Nula offering to train. <laughs> and he's going, well, oh, use you your Jedi mind tricks to get him to no! wax on, wax off thing where I'm like, yes. I'm not really training you, but I'm training you thing. <laughs> oh, no. You would have to trick Nanya into training him. He's a <laughs> shit. We all know it. Let's probably yeah, give it a crack. Nanya. Hello. Hi. Mm-hmm. No, I've been kind of noticing something lately. Okay, um, I just had this conversation with Gartham. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm very flattered. <laughs> I'm not looking for a relationship oh, right now. Oh, no, 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 Like, no, no, I'm just no, really kind that... of focusing on my career. Yes, career? My... Yes, my career. Okay, well... I'm, very, I'm a very successful entrepreneur. I... <laughs> I don't think that was particularly funny, but okay. <laughs> Well, look, hey, okay, so ever since that time in the temple, I've noticed you've been trying to do stuff. I don't know what you're talking about. No, you never do, really. (laughs) Wow! (laughs) (laughs) But would you like some help honing it? I don't know. I feel like I've got a pretty decent hand, and I don't really think... I mean, the Jedi don't exist anymore. What am I going to do? Like, make myself more wanted? Because I didn't think that was possible up until recently. Well, look, if you think about it like this, 
You're wanted anyway. But I would be more wanted. <laughs> and not just by people on the ship, apparently. <laughs> I mean, Oof. we ran, yeah, we ran into those whatever they you call them, mm-hmm. the bad people yeah. on the on the wheel, the hub, whatever we called it. Yeah. And I really almost went down, and they had no idea who the hell I was. Um, yeah. Probably. I mean, I don't need that kind of stress in my life. Okay. I'm just trying to take things easy, you know? All right. So, yeah. would you have sensed that he used the dark side in that part of the cave in order to make that sense roll work? Oh, good point. Actually. I'd say maybe. Up to yeah. you. Yes, yeah, I'd say it. so. I'd say so. Hit him on the nose with a newspaper. I- stop <laughs> no, being Stop in- being sad. No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. With the spray <laughs> stop it. Okay. Well, look. I know you tried it in the cave. I know you tried in the cave. No, I just, you know, just sort of kept an eye out for everyone, that's all. All right. How were you feeling when you did that? I mean, there were a bunch of people pointing guns at us and ready to shoot us for God only knows what reason. Um, You know, how do you think I was feeling? Probably feeling scared. Uh, Look, let's say nervous. Let's not say scared. (laughs) (laughs) I am a pretty brave uh-huh okay but look it's hmm i mean it's tricky because we're in this we're in this situation a lot aren't we uh, yeah and i've handled it fine all my life i mean look at me i'm thriving i mean except for the whole slowly dying thing but apart from that i'm doing super that's true well look okay well look um i know actually, hmm? no well uh, no it's um no no please oh uh, it um can the force Heal people. Hmm. That, I've heard of this happening, but not without giving something in return. Are you familiar with the tale of Darth Plagueis the Wise? <laughs> <laughs> and it's not a tale she'll tell me. Probably. I don't know if I would. I mean, I've got... That's, that's in training, isn't it? Uh, I would suggest that you probably would not be familiar with the tale of Darth Plagueis no, the one. No, but no, the I'm actually not familiar with that. <laughs> it's, it, he was the um, Emperor's mentor. Okay. Oh. So, but also, I yeah. certainly would not know it. You yeah. know for a fact the Force can heal. That's, yeah, yeah. that's common enough that, yeah, you definitely would have seen Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's safe to assume that you would have to give up something in return to do that. Uh. Insofar as everything else that you have to give up. Well, I mean, energy yeah. is not created nor destroyed. It's got to come from somewhere. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But you could definitely say to the notion that it can't, you can't use fear and you can't use hate or anything like that. Nothing from the dark side could heal. Yeah. And he used the dark side previously just then. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, to answer your question, mm-hmm. it can. Mm-hmm. But, see, the, the feeling has to come from... It can't come from... Things like fear or despair or anger or hatred. I... Okay. I'm <laughs> not quite sure what that means, but okay, go on. It's hard to explain. <laughs> good. But it it comes from hmm, a good place in yourself. Oh, like, like wanting to heal someone because you care about them. Mm-hmm makes you able to heal someone. Yeah. So I couldn't heal someone I hated? Well, it can't come from hatred. I kind of hate myself sometimes. <laughs> wow, dark. <laughs> this is how we get really? Kylo Ren. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, just like... You know sometimes when you're lying awake in bed and at night you just remember all the dumb stuff you've done? Yeah. That kind of thing. You know, that's all. And, you know, sometimes... When I'm awake. It's probably fine. Um, anyway, uh, look, I'll think about it, I guess. I don't know. If I can heal myself with the Force, that's probably something worth looking into. But I don't know. It's, I mean, it's risky, right? Like, I want to not spend the rest of my life being chased around with a bounty on my head. And, and it kind of feels like if I do this whole Force thing... I'm going to spend the rest of my life being chased around with a bounty on my head. Like, how many of you are left? That's very true. Not Not a lot of us. Not anywhere we've been, necessarily. (laughs) (laughs) Certainly not. Shut up. Don't give the DM and I any ideas. Leaning on the fourth wall. (laughs) There's a lot I can't explain. Well, that's reassuring. I know. You're supposed to be the one that knows this stuff. (laughs) 
there's not one person that knows everything there is to know about everything. We all have knowledge about different things, right? Sure. So, you know, I can swing a sword or a lightsaber like anything else, but you can pick out you can, you can pick out people that aren't exactly telling the truth at about you know twenty paces. <laughs> You're better at it than me. I mean, I'm all right at it. I just, you know, I get lucky sometimes. Um, better at, honestly, uh, not telling the truth. I can, look, I can make people believe that I know what I'm doing. Uh, not that I would ever do that to you guys. I've been completely honest with you all. <laughs> <laughs> look, however this plays out, whatever path you go down, just, if you need help, know that I'm here. Okay? Okay. Oh, that's lovely. I like that a lot. <clears throat> Episode 12 in which one of our characters seeks therapy. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I'd also like to note that, uh, that I have sand everywhere. And while I think sand isn't all that bad... I hate <laughs> sand. Fuck, it gets everywhere. Rex is prime, man. Oh! <laughs> Sam. Sorry, I couldn't help it. No, but seriously, anyone else want to have any, any anything you want to uh, to hash out with uh, each other or Kratala or anything? The only other thing I can think of is uh, about Elle's mother. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing really that my character needs to talk about with that. It's just wants to get it done, you know, and she will do, she will put herself at personal risk to make sure that her mum is... Uh, gotten out of harm's way. Mm-hmm. All right. So to be clear, then uh, I suppose we can treat this as in character. Yeah, do it. We'll, we'll, say, we'll say that you're in the cockpit uh, having a conversation right. as you stare at the blue haze of hyperspace. We got some salvage from the Sarma Law, mm-hmm. but it's unclear as to what quality that we have there. That seems to be off for negotiation. We've got whatever uh, cybernetics that V harvested from the Nexu, which equates to about roughly somewhere in the ballpark of 1,400-1,500 credits. Mm-hmm. And we have medical technology that we source from the Jedi Temple, which is worth about 3,000 credits. Mm-hmm. And then there's the price of bringing Kratala back. The greatest price of all. Mm-hmm. My question is, how much do you think your associate is going to want? Well... I don't think the value of the items was discussed specifically, but I do have a lingering sense that anything that we do give them would be enough. I feel like they are going to continue to hold this over me, and I don't really know how to get out of this situation. It's the, t- it's the typical ransom thing where you can just, why not ask for more? So I don't really know how this negotiation is going to turn out. I think we come up with something that is reasonable and fair. Don't really work in that kind of industry, so I'm not too sure what the going rate on a ransom is, but I'm sure there is one. (laughs) Work that out. We give that to them. If shit goes down, I'll do whatever I need to do to keep my mum safe. Does that include selling out more of what we salvaged? Well, what is the standard rate, Tom, for a... One mother. For one mother? <laughs> for one mother. Well, oh, I mean, wow. Is she a good mother? I, I mean, uh... well. I mean, that honestly depends on uh, on what your uh, crime lord is expecting, right? So... As you are the cl- crime lord, would you like to... <laughs> Shed some light. Oh, do you have skull nuggery at all? Yeah, I think I have a little bit. Yeah, I mean, two green. That's it. So, relatively under... All right. Put it another way, then, what do you know about this guy prior to our introduction in-game? Oh, uh, she... God, I can't even remember. It's been so long since I've had anything to do with my character kind of come up. So can you you remind me? Yes, absolutely I can. So so your crime lord is a Twi'lek named Latala. Mm -hmm. So Latala, of course, is a, you know, charismatic uh, person who generally speaking, is very wealthy and very well connected. Um, If she's expecting to make bank from this, then she would probably be expecting to make quite a bit. You'd be very, very surprised if she would accept... I thought it wasn't necessarily the value of it, but the kind of stuff we were giving her. So technology that isn't, you know, necessarily accessible by other people. Exactly right. So what she would probably be looking for is something more akin to the obscure or innovative tech. medical technology that we had from the temple. Or... Or, of course, Kratala herself. Yeah, that was the other thing. Not Kratala. Yeah, I'm not willing to give her up, but... So, so to paint this into perspective, the technology from the Jedi, the temple, comes about roughly to about 3,000 credits. It possibly would be more, but it seems like there's there's a lot of risk associated with knowing about that type of technology, let alone Mm -hmm. uh, being able to do something with it, Mm -hmm. versus what would 
roughly be at a minimum 18-20,000 credits for Kachala herself, depending on who you put it, to, uh, who you uh, sent it to. Yeah, I think we just need to. I think we just need to give the Jedi technology. We need to negotiate on that. That's okay. what I would put forward. All right then. Well, I mean, I don't. I mean, I'm not. Obviously, I need to to get my mother back, but she's not the kind of person who will trade another life for that. You know, she would trade her own before she would actually do that. Hmm. Yes, correct. So it's important then that we make sure that um, that Latala does not learn about Kratala. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. She stays on the ship. Okay, then. Well, in that case, then, just to give you a bit of a heads up as to Raxus Prime. Oh. So Raxus Prime itself is obviously very much in the Outer Rim territories. Uh, a large part of the population is Jawa. So it's widely regarded as one of the most toxic planets in the entire galaxy. So it's covered in mountains and industrial waste. A lot of chat rooms. Obsolete technology, starship wreckage, the remains of centuries of unregulated manufacturing. The planet functions mostly as a poisonous industrial scrap heap. Fallen a long way from its ancient pre-republic status as a capital of the kingdom of Kron. Uh, basically, during the Clone Wars, Raxus Prime briefly came back into galactic significance when Count Dooku announced the formation of the you know, Confederacy of Independent Systems from the world. It also became a battleground in the Clone Wars. Um, so basically, after the Empire took over, however, nearly all of Raxus Prime's planetary operations were controlled by a massive artificial intelligence known as the Core. However, several years ago, the core was eliminated and orbital imperial shipyards and the Sienna fleet systems began to dominate the planet. Okay, so they now it's very much a imperial shipyard, mm. you know. Was it a true um, AI that ruled it or was it a VI or something? No, no one knows. So supposedly it was it was something approaching an AI as far as as far as people are aware. So now you know, however, that there are lots of pl- places, including Isotech, uh, they supposedly have a place called Scrap Heap Point, which is a location which is nestled into the depths of uh, Raxus Prime, where Isotech have their completely off-book, you know, black site technology lab, Mm -hmm. where they do their experiments and produce uh, technology and stuff like that. And that is where you are to meet, supposedly. Now, you are going to need to navigate your way into the planet and try to avoid the detection by the empire okay so lots of lots of ships come and go mm-hmm. but they do they do check lots and lots and lots of ships because technically speaking you have to have a, a permit which you do not have the the ability to forge in order to operate there or drop stuff off. So, mm-hmm. uh, generally speaking, you just want to be unseen. You want to, you know, slip in, slip out uh, as much as you can. So, as we opened our scene, your, how'd your hyperspace jump go? Mm-hmm. Was it three successes? I think I, think I mentioned this to you already. Four successes, two threat. Okay. Which no, we took no. on ship strength. Okay, no, that's not, that's not too bad at all. So... So you jump out into the system, you can see the planet, the huge planet there looming before you. You zip your way in around the various other, you know, uh, sort of ships and smaller orbital space stations. As you head towards the surface, you can just see that there is an unending wasteland of wreckage. The junk piles and the trash create their own landscape of, you know, winding canyons and lakes of sickening, belching toxic looking sludge there are building size and I, I do mean like skyscraper sized recycling droids that you know pick up and sort of like these just you know kaiju sized oh. ones to sort of move kaiju wally yes oh wow they use massive claws to feed their fiery on onboard smelters as a, and as basically just throughout the entire surface there's this haze of gas that covers much of the area so it's color changes with the you know leaking chemicals around it but mostly it's these disgusting shades of green blue yellow and so you swoop down into the planet there and you start to make your way you know down in the atmosphere I guess, you know, trying to keep a low profile. Suddenly, as I'm going to be a dick again. 
Why would you do that to us? Because I can. He just your, your ship's proximity alert sounds, and you can Ooh. see that there are four small ships appearing on your scopes. Okay. They're very fast. They have a highly distinctive whining noise that they make, and they um, have very high no. maneuverability and are flying in pairs. Yeah. And so you can see two pairs of TIE fighters mm. have very, very clearly seen you and are streaming in towards you. Now, you have a split second decision to make. Yes. You can either, because they're not shooting at you, they are, they are approaching you and will, will probably at least question you before blowing you out of the sky. But you don't really have any physical evidence to support any bluff that you might have. You don't mm. have like a forged, apparently, no you papers. know, mm. no papers, no papers whatsoever. Mm. Um, so you could, but you, you know, obviously are quite a good pilot. There's also lots and lots of canyons of junk pile here. Yeah. So you can either try to lose them with a piloting check into the canyons, or you can stop and you can try to kind of bluff your way through the situation. It's completely up to you. Yeah, I have would, a few split seconds. I would potentially like to try jamming uh, communications first. Okay. Well, maybe that's part of doing evasive maneuvers. That's definitely the flight rather rather than um, fight. Rather than uh, bluff, All I right, guess. Let me let me put it another way. I don't want the first thing to be, you know, they report an unidentified ship in this area. Oh, I get you. I get you. So basically, trying to uh, avoid yeah. any communication out. So I'm calling. I'm basically flipping switches, and I'm calling out in the cockpit. We have a company. I'm jam- trying to jam their comms. Okay, excellent. Actually, yeah, let's do that. Awesome. Anybody that wants to can help out Ben and uh, assist in that. Anyone have computers? Nope. Didn't think so. I have, uh, well, I could hop what? into the co-pilot's chair for once. <laughs> well, that is another opportunity. You can, you can you can try to, first of all, jam their signals, and secondly, just, you know, take them out. All right, excellent. In which case, uh, this is going to be a computer's check. It's difficulty two. Okay. And my computer's is at uh, two green and a yellow. And is everyone okay if I flip a, a light side to a dark side? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alright, two yellow and a green. So two purple, two yellow, one green, and it's a triumph and a success. So a total of two successes uh, and one threat. Oh wow! Again, and, and a triumph. So yes, yes, that's you are alone. Whatever, whatever. Whether you evade them or whether mm-hmm. you fight them and destroy them, no one's gonna know that that you were here. All right, I've got them on here. Yeah, I think I've got them jammed. Buddy, Tie Fighter is built by the lowest common, yeah, lowest common bidder. So I'm about to get into gun pods. All right. So in that case, then, if we're going to fight them rather than try to flee them, then we're going to roll for initiative. All right. Uh, cool. Cool it is. That's a red die. Two successes, one advantage. Cool. And Ben? Uh, one success, two advantages. And Nadia? One success, one advantage. Mark? One success, two advantages. One success, four advantages. And they? Good. So... Two success, zero advantages. So it's going to be one of you, then them, then everyone else. So, right. who can is I take first? first? Can I take first, then, please? Sure. No objects? All right. Uh, so let's see. I would like to... There are four of them on us. Yes. All right. So uh, I'm going to use evasive maneuvers. Uh, what speed are we traveling at at the present, on average? That's a, that's a good point. I mean, you've, you've gone into atmosphere, and you're maneuvering around what is, like, canyons and stuff yeah. like that, so I'd say, like, maybe speed two. I'd most. agree. Yeah. All right, so in that case, I'm going to spend one maneuver to accelerate. Okay. Second maneuver, that'll be strain on me, uh, will be evasive maneuvers, which okay. increases the difficulty uh, by one to hit and be hit. Uh, for my action, I would like to... I'm going to use... Um, uh, brilliant evasion. Okay. To target one of the target one of the tie fighters. Okay. That will prevent it from attacking us from up to three rounds. Oh, nice, lovely. So one of them cannot attack you for up to three rounds. Exactly. Oh, and yeah, that right. requires a dice roll. So I think we're good. Awesome, lovely. So then that is their turn. Attacking as a minion group. However, they obviously will be only really acting as a three minion group rather than a four minion group. Mm-hmm. So they are going to be attacking you right now. Sir. Ooh, do they actually actually hold on? Yep. Sorry, I thought they were rivals and not minions. Are we treating we're treating them as one opponent, right? Yes. I ask only because Brilliant Evasion so, uh, says select one opponent. Oh, oh and yeah. but it does say opposed uh, piloting planetary. So that was on my bad. But oh, that's okay. So there is a role, but if I succeed, then it means that they aren't opening fire at this point. No, that's okay. So, but so it is going to be uh, piloting planetary. Is that correct? Uh, yes, correct. All right, let's do it then. All right. Uh, I presume I'm rolling. Yes. And what am I? What's my opposition? So it's going to be three, uh, three purple. Three purple. No red. 
Cool. No planetary. No? Just just space. Oh, it would be space anyway, I would assume. Well, we're both flying, flying spaceships. It's not planetary. Sorry, you're right. Yes, correct. So, okay, in the case then, one purple, two red. One purple, two red. One triumph. Wow! That is great. All right, so that's cool. So basically, you are just a, you are zipping in and out of canyons. Frankly, they cannot get a beat on you at all, in 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 the least bit. And so, I guess in their turn, they are going to what they're going to do is focus mostly on not crashing into the side of the canyon, and they're going to also maybe just try to maneuver and just sort of get into a better position. So. That Eventually, when they can actually take a shot, they will be able to... I would have increased my speed to three. What's their speed at at present? Uh, still two. All right. So if they're trying to gain the advantage, which is what it sounds like, they're going to be doing so at difficulty three. Oh. Okay, they fail. That's easy. At, at least at least that's easy. Zero, zero successes and zero anything else. Great stuff. Who's next? Uh, shoot, shoot. Gun yeah, gun. jump in the gun turret. Have a, have a shot. Yep. Uh, okay, so... Four TIE Fighters, as you zoom around the canyons, which are basically just these gigantic corpses of ships and other junk. The steam from the sludge, the rivers of toxic waste that uh, you skim over. Can I recant something, if you don't mind? It's cool, cool if you say no. Oh, like, no, go for it. What is if it? If I've got evasive maneuvers going, there's no point in having... Sorry, brilliant evasion kind of nullifies evasive maneuvers. Can I use stay on target instead? Oh, you can. Yeah, All right. that's really. fine. Awesome. Well, in that case, are you ready? Yeah. Two threat... Three successes and one triumph. Wow. Ooh, critical hit. Well, so so first of all, you blow one out of the sky. Nice. Because that's a a triumph. Now, how many threat was it, sorry? Two. Mm. Two. Okay. Say that maybe you suffer some strain on yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you know you just your your shoulder slammed into the side of the thing as your turret whips around, you're really whipping left and right because your ship is moving so quickly, doing so many acrobatic maneuvers, and so are they. And mostly because you're in the canyon, you have to whip around a lot more with a lot more strenuous effort than you normally would need to. Mm-hmm. And so you take the strain, not the ship. And but yeah, one of them is dead. And what and what was the other successes? Sorry, three successes. And so what's the damage? Six. Um, yeah, I guess so. I can't remember what it was with gunnery. Six. Super. Okay, and you you definitely wound a second one. So yeah, once again. Also, be total of nine. Yeah. So you destroy one, mm-hmm. and the second one gets clipped and clipped very good actually. Uh, to the and starts to spin and you know sort of hang there in the air a little bit and maybe falls back behind the other two. Uh, but yeah, there we go. Nice. Good turn. Who's next? Yeah, I got nothing. I'm not good at gunnery. <laughs> there is a free gun pod in theory. I mean, I can jump in there. I don't think I'm. Any better? <clears throat> go for it. What am I rolling? Gunnery is three. Yeah. Oh, I've got the same. Uh, what difficulty am I rolling here, Tom? Uh, right. So that is going to be difficulty two. Oh well. Let's just see what happens. Uh, probably, obviously, going for the the one that was clipped. That's it's going down, but it's not out of the game yet. So Ex- exactly right. I mean, look, you you go for the group because it's a minion group. Yeah. But still, yeah. Yes. Still yet. Hmm. That is a single success. So that's six damage. Success and nothing else happens. Okay, good. So you do take out one of them and ever, ever so slightly wound the third one. So once again, one of them explodes, does a dramatic little nosedive and then splats and explodes in the sludge. Uh, The other one just gets a tight... You're not even sure at first whether you do hit it. But then, you know, a little bit of smoke starts coming out of one of the wings. Uh, Who's next? Uh... Probably Nick or Sam. You'd be better at it. Oh, I was in the pilot. I said I jumped in the pilot seat for you one. Did. So I'll, uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's do some risky maneuver through t- two pi- towering piles of trash. Do it. Sid wise. Yes. There's no warning. Yes. What? <laughs> skim one of them a little bit to try yeah, to Yeah, yeah, skim one and chuck some and trash up. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Sounds good. I like it. Do it. Do it. What's the difficulty? I don't know. Things. What are you trying to do? <laughs> No, that's okay. So, so you go through, go really close to a pile of trash and uh, throw, you know, throw some of it up at ch- like chaff. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've got four green die. I'm gonna crash this so hard. Oh my God. <laughs> good, very good. I mean, four green die. So okay. So I'm this, not entirely certain this works, but if you want to rule or kill this, yeah, fuck it. Just go. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> if you want to try and do flip, that, you should upgrade. 
If you want, I to will. Yeah, let's do it. You know what? You know what? Just to just to, yeah. All this will do for you is um. You know what? We'll, we'll see how well you roll because I just, I just you can either to... use it to obscure their next shot, like cause yeah. a disadvantage for them, give them a black dice or something like yeah. that. Yeah, like an assist or a boost type thing. Yeah, do it. Yeah, let's, or let's it, it could just be a way of doing damage in some way, I suppose. Well, actually, te- you call it. technically speaking, because because you're flying through the canyon and it's. This is supposed to be done as opposed to skill checks, which do do damage if you mm-hmm. fail. So, yeah, I like it. Let's yeah, like do it. shards of razor bits of metal flying up into their mm-hmm. windscreen and stuff. So, yeah, well, let's, so yeah. let's do that. I'll update grade one to a yellow, shall I? Difficulty mm-hmm. two. Can I ask a question? Difficulty two. Is there like a little kind of grappling hook or anything like that that this the ship has? Because that's what you could yeah. use to knock stuff around. Yeah. Or um, you could lower the um, lower the boarding plank. Yeah, and then just kind of clip it onto no, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, let's do that. That's hilarious. One, there's one black die for sure. And how many purple die? Two. Okay. Wow. No, that's an awesome yeah. idea. So a blue die. Damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also, they're a little bit disheartened because of your piloting so yeah. far, Ben, and also the fact that two of them have already been taken out. So and Ben hasn't, so quickly, and ben hasn't yeah. seen me pilot before. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking for an opportunity here. <laughs> so uh, I, I uh, six successes. Fuck. And three disadvantages. Three threats. Sorry, six successes and three, um, wow. three, three threats. All right, here's how this six is successes ma- worth of garbage. That is pretty. That's pretty groovy. Okay, so here's how this is going to work. Mm-hmm. You are going to lead them so close, and you are going to clip one of these trash piles so hard that you are actually going to take five damage, but you take out the other two as well. Ooh, so wow. you crash into this thing, oh, you smash through, there's a big scrape, and you get a great big groove on the side of your ship as your ship's body hull takes th- takes five damage. Oh, but wow. then with the trash that falls back back behind, one of them just can't turn quick enough at the last minute and just crashes into the wall and explodes. The other one gets the other trash that you've just lodged falling on top of it, and that it explodes in midair as well. So it's a risky maneuver that uh, causes you some discomfort. How angry is Garthen at V for having scraped the ship like this? Let's find oh, out. Just <laughs> oh no, there's a moment when Nola looks up and is like, someone is really angry. <laughs> so, so that <laughs> like, so that happens. Um, Kutala just calls up from the comms of the engine room. What the hell was that? <laughs> I'm like, hands are a blur flipping switches and trying to pull us clear. V, what the hell? <laughs> It's a useful manoeuvre. Oh! <laughs> useful manoeuvre for what? Where'd you learn that? From you. <laughs> oh. I learned it from you, ship dad. <laughs> I learned it from watching you. This is great. That kind of, like, stops. And then the only thing that kind of snaps Garth and back into the present is that proximity alert again as he has to take a <laughs> yeah. sudden swerve around... Um, the ruined bridge of a, um, a Victory-class Star Destroyer. Admittedly, you advised me only to use it in the most dire of circumstances. I don't think this was that, though. It was effective. It right. I've never told you how to do that. I've... I didn't have my helmet then. Or my mind. V, I've only ever told one... one oh. person how to do that. <laughs> and certainly not anyone on this ship. Well... Yeah. We're doing the reveal. Is it now? <gasps> Is it happening? I'm going to stare kind of uh, into uh, the visor, trying to see, like, kind of beyond it since he's never taken it off before. Oh, my God, you guys, I think they're going to make out. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Do it, do it. You knew me by a different name. I call myself V, another character for my first number. Five of a string so long that it threatens Pi's arrogant claim of an eternity. <laughs> Jesus. Beautiful. <laughs> so what would I have referred to you as? Five, three, seven. Sorry, sorry. Thank you. <laughs> that was amazing. Please continue. Five, three, seven, one. Five? No. How? <laughs> you never reset me. And after you sold me, I gained sapience. I... Why do you think I was so quick to help you when we first met? I... I couldn't have... I had no idea. That's it was so hard. It was, it was so hard to sell it. You were the only other person that I had on the ship when when father passed. Mm-hmm. I bear you no ill will for it. You were desperate. I was, and in the end, it's how I came to myself. 
you, you got to understand the the money that I the money that I got for you. It kept it kept my family alive. I am no stranger to doing desperate it, things for money. Don't think I'd ever say this about any anything under my care, but I'm I'm glad that we, I'm glad that nobody kept up with the maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'll just give a nod. That's super cool. Doesn't it? <laughs> I, from over the radio, from the gunning thing, I'm just gonna be like. Hey guys, is everything okay? There's a big <laughs> shake down here. You okay, we've been we've been going in a straight line for quite a little bit. Uh, yes, right, right. No, no, there was a twist. Uh, <laughs> right, no, no problem. We're we're back on pup. Gartham pulled off a risky maneuver. <laughs> uh, yes, I say looking. That just a jo- I, it's not like I'm trying to cover for it. I guess just joking. Okay. I also developed some form of humor. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna just quickly flip off the comms. But you're like you're a Mandalorian. I'm not supposed to know this. Aren't I? Am I? You're not meant to see my face. Which you haven't. And in the end I've ended back up here. You know, Nula made a believer out of me as far as the force goes. But I didn't think it would apply to you or me. Who knows? It was a long way round, but in the end I found the way. So perhaps this is it. Alright, Garthen uh, returns back to the Paladin Dunes, but very happy, like a part of him has uh, kind of made him whole. Aww, that's so nice. <laughs> Alright, time to fuck everyone's shit up. So, oh, damn <clears throat> The trash monster mountain comes alive. <laughs> Great. Right. So, you have successfully outrun, outmaneuvered, and destroyed the TIE Fighters. There is no further pursuit as you make your way to Scrappy Point. So... Ahead of you, you can see that there is a very prominent ridge of junk and debris jutting into the end of a kilometre-long toxic lake of, once again, just for a change, yellow-brown sludge. There are islands of wrecked ships. There are trashed speeders. There are just... And just all this garbage completely dots the lake as well. Along the shore, away from the ridge, there are several... Jawa scavengers on skiffs and uh, fishing a heavily corroded astromech droid out of the lake. And you can see that there is one of their larger, sorry, Jawa, you know, transport juggernauts. There are three, there are three caverns that are carved into the side of the ridge and they appear as you descend. And given the roughness of of the surrounding debris and the steepness of the shore, they seem to be pretty much the only viable landing spot. Uh, for a ship of your size. Okay. And so as you get closer, uh, straight away, obviously, realizing that it's not immediately obvious where it is you are supposed to flipping land here, uh, you can see what appears to be a, a female Rodian waving at you with a sort of a, a large glowing mm-hmm. sort of lantern stick, you know, kind of waving you in airport style. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I imagine you're going to descend and land on this alcove there, right next to this gigantic scrap heap there. That is the rendezvous point. Fantastic. So this would be this, and you can see that basically it's all sort of built into the corpse of a Corellian freighter, mm. uh, long, long since crashed and disused Corellian freighter. Yeah. It is, uh, yeah, so quite the quite the little the little location, and you you know just sort of ignore the Jawas as you go in. So so you land obviously in this alcove. And you can see that obviously, you know, sort of scrappy point deep within here has got a whole bunch of uh, facilities and neo tunnels going in. Think of it very much like the Rebel base in Hoth. You know, it's all kind of like electronic tunnels and stuff like that. Mm. But it's cables strewn all over. Cables place. strewn everywhere, all that sort of thing. So you you land in a in a well in this alcove, which is a relatively large sort of freighter hangar, and you you descend, and then, you know, Kutala Krita- and yourself all get together, and uh, the gangplank goes down. You you make your way out. This Rodian uh, woman walks over to you. She just has a, a, a general sort of grey flight suit, um, but also a small data pad on, on, on her hand as well. Uh, so she walks over and says, Hello, my name is Norta. I am uh, Isotech's manager here at Raxus Prime. And she blinks, and you realize that she's got two cybernetic eyes, oh. and and a lot of scarring around the left and right side of her eyes. These were 
very, very clearly replacements for, you know, having her eyes severely damaged or torn out. He's speaking for us on this one. Yes. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. Yeah, she sort of introduces herself, and, but then just looks at you expectantly, as if to wanting, want, wanting to know who she's going to be talking to. If it's not discussed and there's any hesitation, I feel like uh, Nanya would jump in, but if Come someone on. else wants to speak first. This, this one isn't really my jet. I sort of deal more with mercenaries and people, so... Okay. Yeah. So it's Nutella... Tom? Norta. 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 Sorry. Norta. Yes, not Nutella. Or Nutella, which is how it's pronounced. Nutella. Well, I mean, sure, if you want to be wrong. Yeah. No, it's manifestly correct. See, the point of of language is it evolves with time. The point of language is it evolves with time. Okay. (laughs) Well, you take it up with, you know, the Nestle-Brain Corporation. Oh, I will. They've lost that battle already. (laughs) Good. It's gotten deeply personal for some reason. (laughs) Yeah. They know what they did. So you see lots of tunnels, you see, you know, workers going to and fro and all that kind of thing. And she sort of sits there looking at you all expectantly. So you approach. Yes, I say, hello. It's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, I trust that you were successful in your endeavours? Yes, we have recovered items. I am very glad to hear it. If you will kindly show me what items you have to deliver, I will um, show you to where you are to wait for Rome. Rome will be along shortly. Yes, out of game. Yes. Uh, have we already sort of triaged everything? All right. So I think we've agreed that uh, that the Sana Law uh, salvage mm. uh, and Kratala herself are what we've discovered, yes. and that we're using the uh, Force the, the Force Temple's medical technology. Uh, we're offering that to Latala to um, buy El's mum's freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because the idea is is that Cretella would go and work for potentially Isotech and do whatever yeah. weird nefarious shit she wants to do mm. with relative safety. Mm. Fantastic. She says, uh, Rome, of course, will be handling the proper logistics of the negotiations and so forth. So I will lead you to a room. After you have shown me the cargo, we can start to unpack and assemble it to have it waiting for him when he arrives. He's expected within the next few hours. So she, yeah, wanders into the ship and it just asks to... She has a couple of droids that sort of follow up after her and are going to be just sort of carrying, just maintenance droids that are going to just do the, the heavy lifting. And so she has a data pad and she just kind of sits there trying to mark stuff off and, you know, kind of like taking images, image scans of whatever yeah. you point to and say is, is part of we what you're offering. have it sort of like sectioned off and like this is okay. this thing and everything else is I've probably hidden... Okay, so yeah, so she, in that case then, she's not going to, you know, poke and pry around, so she'll wander on in and just sort of, you know, press some buttons on the data pad and and sort of scans it. Ooh, interesting. Mm, I see. Mm, mm, I will kind of stand sort of beside her and slightly behind as she works, just sort of, Mm -hmm. I want to keep an eye on what she's doing and what the droids are doing. Okay, no, you, you sure can, absolutely. So, you know, you, you keep a sort of a sharp eye on her. Um, actually, so you can uh, give an assessment of what she's said, you know what I mean? Like, sort of check her for deception, if you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but also, anybody else that wants to can give me a general observation, you know, perception check as well. Perception or vigilance? Um, well, you're actively looking for it. So perception. So perception. Um, and then obviously discipline for anyone that wants to, I don't know, doubt her word about what little she said so far. One success, three advantages. Mm. Uh, what's the difficulty on that wait, one? Wait, wait, so there's the difficulty first. Yeah, you've got to sort that out before you roll me. So the difficulty for the perception check, just to watch her. I mean, she's being very open and the droids yeah. are big, a big clunky droids. That's yeah. difficulty one, honestly, to see what they're doing. Like she's not, she's not even obscuring her data pad. She's just kind of like holding it out very openly and, you know, doing some scans and stuff like that. It's a nothing for me. <laughs> just a solid nothing. Uh, if you wanted to try to get a read on her and any deception that she might have with what yep. she's said to you, that's going to be two red and a purple. Well, good thing I'm rolling two yellow and a green. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you get any blue on this? Uh, uh, not this one, no. Okay. I brought perception. Yes. Two successes, if Great. that does anything. No, I mean, honestly, nothing nothing to see, N- apart from the fact that, you know, she's being very open about this, the droids are very efficient, uh, you know, yeah, everything's okay. fine here. Uh, two successes and an advantage overall. Oh, interesting. To okay. see whether or not she is full of... A bam for poop. <laughs> That's very interesting. Okay. So you detect that there is she's definitely being deceptive about something. 100%. So she's either leaving something very important out, or she's being cagey about something, or is outright lying about some part of what she said. Not, not completely. It's one of those, you know, at least half of it's true situations. Yeah. But okay. you're, not, you're not sure 
What, she's, what she's emitting. So I've just got the sense that like she's sort of on edge about something or there's something that she's not telling us. Yeah, exactly. Uh, two successes on a perception. Okay, yeah, well, once again, nothing, yeah. To, no, nothing to observe. It's all very by the book. Here, yeah. you know? I'll sort of just... So tell me again, what happens with everything? Well, you unload it, we catalogue it, look through, then Rion will, will be arriving within a few hours, and he will, I, I suppose, decide exactly what uh, price he's willing to offer you for everything. And then we negotiate from there until a, a price that uh, fits both parties is had. Now... What you pick up, riding on the successes that yeah. you already had, the part that seems disingenuous is not the fact that, like, you don't think that she means you any harm. Like, she's yeah. not, like, you don't think they're planning a betrayal of you in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, the, it's the fact that Rome will be here in a few hours. Rome's not coming. So either he's not coming or he's actually already here mm. would be the two choices that you mm. have there. So that, that's the part that she's, okay. you know, kind of twitching her, her, ha- her bionic eye at. Something's happening with Rome. Yeah. Oh, is uh, Rome's not here at the moment? Uh, no, no, Calling away on business, or...? He is en route currently. It uh, takes some time to uh, organise the the deception... The, sorry, the forged permits, the digital permits that are required for coming and going. With a ship as large as his, it's almost impossible to escape scrutiny from the Imperial forces. So he has to rely on uh, deception rather than evasion. But... It will be no. It will, it'll be no problem. He will be along shortly, and I believe we'll be in a very generous mood, particularly because uh, you have brought along the one and only Critala. She says, "I'm a big, big fan, by the way." I would, <laughs> I would think. Critala, <laughs> Critala's like, "Oh, that's uh, it's, it's nice of you." Ha! <laughs> I have some biotech designs that I could show you if you have a moment. Just to, I'd love to get your eye over them. Uh, sure, it seems like we'll have some time. I will sort of, I'll like mm-hmm. not act. Actually, actually, she she walks away. Like she's yeah, not yeah. she's not like hanging out listening to you. Yeah. So if you want to be very open about that, so she she anyway oh, she I'll leaves she of... leaves you for now and says, "When you're ready, follow me down this tunnel." And she walks over to do some more scans of the stuff and to oversee it being unloaded carefully from your ship. All right, I'll go find Gotham. Okay. Where are you? Probably inspecting the damage. Um, I, the I, I can be there trying to make you feel better about it. Actually, he seems surprisingly not not upset by it. <laughs> He's perhaps the most, okay. Wow. And this is and this is from a person who once reprimanded you for using the wrong uh, drinks coaster. For <laughs> drink holder on a on a previous ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that yeah. One of the as as you <laughs> the one thing that makes yeah. you this slightly is one of the droids like basically does that awkward thing of like holding this this long piece of machinery mm-hmm. out wide and like d- like teeters teeters and does a little bit of this, a bit of this three stooges routine and mm-hmm. almost hits the hits the doorway of the gangplank before mm-hmm. it goes out and then to her credit Norta looks up and says excuse me B four seventy two please be careful this ship's been through enough. <laughs> like looking at the looking at the scrape on the side. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's a bit of a there's a smile on his face uh, as he's inspecting the damage. You seem cheerful for this. It could have been worse. It could have been. Mm-hmm. It could have been a lot worse. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It's okay though. Desperate maneuver that I thought I'd never need. Ah. <laughs> uh, okay. Guys, so you're you're all there by yeah. the way mm. on the outside of the ship, looking up at the external damage. Yeah. By yourselves. Uh, Nanya sort of rolls up. Ah, uh, guys. Um. Um. Oh no. No, everything's fine. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, it's yeah. never is. You are not using your everything's fine voice. Yeah. You are using your everything is very warm, but I don't want you to pa- wrong, but I don't want you to panic voice. Well, I don't know if something's wrong, but Natala, uh, 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 Nuta, Nada, whatever her name is, the Nuta, the Isotech woman. She's like, oh, the broom, the representative will be here soon to debate with you about money or whatever. But like, yeah, whatever that is. Um. I don't know, got a bad vibe from her. Okay. About that. I don't know, maybe he's already here and he's, he, they're just sort of scoping it out. Maybe they're not coming. I can't, I don't know, but like, something's up with him. Apparently he's got to forge Imperial authority to get here. Well, that's not surprising given that welcome. Mm. Yeah, but I don't know. It's, uh,. There's something going on with him and why he's not here right now, or that he's not here right now, but he actually is. Uh... Okay. Do you want me to go look for him? 
We don't know what he looks like, do we? We do, actually. We've met Rome. Oh, okay. Mm. We I can pass unobtrusively. So, for your reference, Mark, Rome is the CEO of Isotech. Right, right. His sister Shiva is the one who acts as our liaison. We've met him. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't dress to impress. He's very much more uh, modest. Mm. Uh, He's the Twi'lek. Yep. And his father, and and thus uh, Shiva's uh, father, Shiva, sorry, uh, Shiva's father, uh, had a previous um, dealing with um, Rel Hassel as far as uh, what Sun Law was going to be, uh, I guess, providing for Isotech. Perhaps if we don't know the nature of uh, the lies that are occurring here, we should have a quick way to get out. Yeah. Can we also, I don't know, scan the system to see if there's a ship on its way? Or, like, I don't think they're going to try and screw us out of pay, but no. they're definitely being cagey about something. And that, based on everything that's happened around this job, ooh, something's happening. He's right. got a good computers. Speaking yeah. of something happening. Oh, oh crap. Um, oh. No, no. It's, uh, so the, there, there is an alert, and then you can see that Norton goes out and says, oh, marvellous, and just actually ignores you for a second and walks to the walks to the entrance and starts to wave in very enthusiastically once again and you can see why because it is three very very large uh, Jawa skiffs so okay. not not their hang, not their clanking juggernauts you know these are the actual skiffs like the large long things that they use to carry sort of almost like those big open wagons they have you know yeah. what I mean and so yeah so three of these Jawa skiffs all kind of comes in she directs them and they land and you can see that on them they're you know they're is she working fest- for someone else festooned with Jawa she says huh, Jawas if you're looking to buy and trade while we're waiting for Rome these you have no idea the sorts of nonsense they drag up on this planet Honestly, you have no idea. This is exciting. And she wanders over, and the Jawas, a couple of Jawas get out and sort of. Look, right. look Isotech has been nothing but uh, good for us, and there's a fair amount of things that we all have that's on the line that we that stand to improve if we fought, if we come through on this job. But I can't ignore the fact that you're somehow gifted in the same way that Nulia is. Oh, this wasn't a gifted thing. This was just me. <laughs> Um, being able to so it's not the force tell that she's full of shit <laughs> or we can just <laughs> you don't need like magic powers or whatever to be able to tell when someone's sort of you know withholding information from you she just doesn't have the greatest poker face you know what I'm saying I mean Kazakh face <laughs> good, good change hey right. everyone can go ahead and give me a perception check please okay uh-huh. actually uh, vigilance because you're, acti- no, you're not actively looking Right. Are you sure I can't convince you to turn that back to perception? Hell yeah. yeah. All all right. Right. No, no, no. Please. <laughs> all right, I get all right. to add two blue dice to this. Perce- perception it is. Yeah. How many nasty die? Mm. Uh, well, uh, actually. Actually, so- I get one blue die to this one. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it is going to be, and actually, you know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? Oh, Jesus. I'm going to no. flip this because I can. <clears throat> so now this is actually going to be two. So now it's actually going to be three red. What? Fucking. All right. Hang on. Let I me got three red first. Two yellow and two green. Good. Oh, this is going to be bad. But actually, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give each of you a blue die because you are on edge. This whole situation has has got your hackles rising, and so you're 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 being a bit paranoid. Gets my goat. Gets my goat right up. You're not feeling relaxed right now. Three successes, two threats. Nice. Ooh, mine. Uh, one failure. Uh, Four failures, two advantages. Ah, uh-huh. okay. Wow. God damn it, Tom. <laughs> you need to put your hand out flat. I caught it. It's fine. <laughs> Jesus, that's a whole lot of nothing on these dice. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I also quite a lot of nothing. Oh, great. So L and only L. Hang on, we haven't finished. Hold up. Oh, okay. There's only three red die to go. Holy around. shit. True. That is exactly nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's. I rolled that just before. Like everything cancelled each other out. Yep. Okay. I am left with just two, two threat, nothing else. Okay. All right then. Well, anyone that has any threat, yep. you're going to take that as strength. Okay. Because you are feeling nervous. Like this whole situation has you on edge, and there's all, lots of stuff happening around. Like like, like the, the Jawas have come in. They're noisy and they're you know running back and forward and being not quite as enthusiastic as they normally are. Yes, sir. How long has it been since tattooing? Is the previous stress cleared? Like th- yes. Couple okay. Of days. Oh, okay. It's right. been like three days. Yeah. So okay, you're okay. Reset. So how much strain do we take? Uh, whatever your Perth threat. Whatever the threat was. Yes. Okay. Cool. Now L. Yes. L and only you, L. 
can see that uh, one of the Jawas... So the Jawas are being uh, a little bit odd for a couple of reasons. Mm -hmm. Number one, only a couple of them are actually getting out of their skiffs. Mm -hmm. uh, one of them also looks, you know, for a Jawa, looks pretty tall and seems to be the, the main one in charge. And kind of like, you know, is the one that is uh, talking to Norta and is kind of like, you know, putting a hand on her back and leading her towards this big pile of junk that they have. They have a whole bunch of sheets of, not sheets of tarpaulin, but you know what I mean? Like these like sort of canvas sheets that they are clearly covering up, you know, their piles of whatever salvage they've managed to get. Meanwhile, Kritala is actually walking over to another one of the ships as well because she's very interested in all this weird stuff and obviously oh, probably shit. likes to look at stuff like that. And you notice that the Jawas on the ship are looking very intently at her. And one of them gets off and you realize that this Jawa is like, it, it is a giant amongst Jawa. It is like a, 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 a clearly human height, but just stooping yeah. down and disguised as a Jawa and trying to look like one. <laughs> right. And oh. then you realize that in fact, most of the ones of, of the close to, you know, uh, dozen dozen Jawa spread over the three ship, you're like, wait a minute, if that one was standing and that one was standing, fucking none of these people are short except for the one that's come out, and even that guy isn't too short. And also, you know, because you, just like Nadia, you hate Celestrans. You know the head shape of a Celestran. And so you know I that do. the sh I hate them. you know that the short one that appears to be the head Jawa, purely because of the shape of the head underneath the robe is clear because the last one's actually quite short right so so if anyone's going to be able to pass as a jar by stooping it it'll be this so first of all you don't think there's a single jar on here that's a good joke when you said you notice something wrong about the jars it's going to be like they're all seven feet tall <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? no shut my mouth and it turns out yeah. exactly and you realise that the one that it, the one that is that has stepped forward to sort yeah. of escort Kritala yeah. is actually reaching for a very yeah. nicely so modified blaster pistol she's going to yeah Ella's just going to yell out Kritala uh, be on guard or something like that because shit's Watch about out. to happen right now okay yep great so turns to and so and then what happens is the Jawa quote unquote that was about to press a very head of a very heavily modified and actually somewhat recognizable blaster pistol into Kritala's back stands up to his full height as his little Jawa hood falls off and you can see that it is none other than Yav Yiyah. Yeah. And the Celestron now the second in command. is his second in command, Tulo, which yep. is his name. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, as the game is afoot, the various Jawas throw off their disguises as the ambush is had. And they are all, almost all, Rodian. A couple of Trandoshans. And obviously, there's Tulo and uh, another Celestron that is on the ship as well. I yeah. can't believe those treacherous mercenaries betrayed us. Man. I was, again, there's, like, a reason why no, there's a reason why nobody wanted to keep the arm um, went on their ship. <laughs> yeah. And so, as you, as, as, as you shout this out, and Kutal pulls out a blaster pistol just reflexively, because you know, she's had exactly enough over the last mm. few days, so she's on a hair trigger. He just, like, straight up <laughs> shoots the gun out of her hand Ooh. and says, Well, looks like you've gone and spoiled the surprise. And... That is where we will leave it for now. Mm. On that cliffhanger. Yeah. Literally. Yes. Thanks for listening to Shared Sagas. All music on the show is used under Creative Commons. Check the episode notes for full details.